Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Sunday, April 16th, 2023. So, on this day two removed from tax day, or possibly one past if you live in Wisconsin, hard to tell, <laughs> did you do the crossword? I did do the crossword, yes. Excellent. And if there are any IRS... I didn't do my taxes, okay. but I did my crossword. I was going to say, if there are any IRS agents, <laughs> or specifically Wisconsin Department of Revenue agents listening, please let us know if we're too late. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> no, I don't think we're even going to provide the email for that one. Okay. Uh, what do you think about the crossword? I liked it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was a good one. I did get a quick solve on it. I didn't have any mistakes. Wow. Which is, you know, kind of rare for me, but it has happened now like three times in the last maybe two months. <laughs> and it's always very satisfying when it does. So, so anyway, yeah, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I have no idea what that feels like. <laughs> so... It had a theme to it. It did. It had a, a rather clever theme. Uh, the title of the puzzle was Bring Your A Game. And the themed clues were all questions. So, of course, you know then it's going to be something, you know, some sort of a wordplay. And it was. It was um, a bunch of just sort of typical mundane phrases that we use often in our in our just you know regular language nothing fancy but in each one of them there was an a uh, that you would either have to attach to the word next to it or detach from the word it was it was starting or ending in order to make sense to answer the clue so for example the first one was 24 across lottery prize and the, the phrase was award of the state, but it wasn't award of the state. It was award of the state, which would be a lottery prize. Or another one was 30 across, painted 25% of the house. And that was uh, brushed aside, but it was really brushed aside, one side of the house. So anyway, that was the theme. And it was very clever. There were a couple of phrases I didn't know that weren't that familiar, but I looked them up. Which ones? Um, I didn't know 68 across, which was owed to reparation for sin. And that was a tone poem. Now, the, the common phrase is a tone poem. But for the answer, it had to be a tone poem. So I didn't know that one. Uh, and what was the other one that I had not really heard? Oh, 104 across. Where stealth is found in the dictionary, and the answer was ahead of steam, uh, but the common phrase is ahead of steam. Yes. So, so those were the two I, th I, think that I didn't know. I think that latter one relates to railroads. Yes, it does. It does, but it, it means that, you know, you finally have, are doing something to get yourself going on a project or a, a job or something. You know, you're finally, you're finally, you found like your groove. Yes. So, mm -hmm. but, so but surely you, you've you heard that. ahead of steam. Surely you've heard that phrase, ahead of steam? No. Oh, you haven't? Never, ever. 
you just defined it. I, I, I had to look it up. Oh, okay. So. But a tone poem, um, are you, you're saying you know a tone poem, but you don't know a tone poem. No, I've never heard of a tone poem. They've used that. That's been in the crossword before. Well. It related to... It relates to an orchestral work that evokes um, some kind of a mood or a or a, a, an illustration in your mind. Yes. So, mm-hmm. so once again, you mu- yeah, I, get, I gather you looked that one up too. Yes, I okay. did. All right. They used uh, like Vivaldi's The Four Seasons as a tone poem because as you listen to the different movements, it makes you think of The Four Seasons. Mm. But, but there are some orchestral works that you know people will listen to them and think, oh, it just reminds me of you know something, and uh, and those are considered tone poems. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think I think I maybe knew that at one time, but no longer do. Well, consider yourself educated. Yes, <laughs> so, I, I try my best. Uh-huh. So anyway, yes, but it was a it was a clever theme. Uh, I also read wordplay, which I don't usually do, but mm-hmm. um, I did find out that the uh, author of this, Mike Hoban, this is his debut. Yes. And he's actually a real estate agent in Chicago. No kidding. Uh-huh. And he he um, was inspired by that movie about crosswords. Um, Word, was it wordplay? It might have been wordplay, yes. Yeah. Um, but he said this was like his two dozenth try. Two dozenth? <laughs> yeah. So. Well, I'm feeling better about our one having been rejected. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps you should go for two. Uh-huh. But anyway, I thought, good job. Yes. Especially good when you think it's his first one. So. Well, his 24th. I, I just think I just <laughs> yeah. think that I just think that shows such incredible perseverance. Oh yes, yes. So and, and it gives you an idea of just how good you have to be to get into the New York Times crossword. Right, right. Well, I thought this was especially well done. So. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I thought the clues got better as you went down the grid. I thought I mean they were all pretty good, but I just thought the sort of the humor quotient tended to climb the 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 further oh, down you went really yeah it's something some sort of a gravity thing except <laughs> it was like an anti-gravity because they were less serious the further down you went uh-huh. and i'm quite serious about that <laughs> uh, i got the i got for once i got one across right away inundates with messages spams uh-huh. i i got that but then the next one starting from was as of yes that just didn't occur to me immediately and then uh, ten across farm male. Well, I I'm not really good at farm animals, <laughs> so I started off with stag, which I believe is a, <laughs> which I believe is a kind of deer. Yes, it is. Well, you could have a deer farm. <laughs> you couldn't raise a deer. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. And, <laughs> and for then, Santa, in case he needs some extra. Ranger. That's right. <laughs> and and then I thought about mare, but decided no, that is that's a female horse. Yes. Yeah, so I, I was able to, and then I went for stud, but then I thought that's, I don't know if that's actually an animal or just sort of a <laughs> a, a, a profession. They call a male horse that's used for breeding. It's it's more of a title than a name. <laughs> so. Sort of like Sir Horse? <laughs> yeah. It's a title? Okay. But uh, so, so I started off slowly and... Um, but well, I, it bore the answer. Yeah, oh, bore. thank you. Good point, uh-huh. yes. Which always 
makes me think of female. I don't know why, because I grew up on a farm, and I know that a boar is a male hog. But I don't know, just the name boar, I always think of as female, but it's sow. Mm-hmm. Sow is the female pig. Boar's the male. I like they had they had boar, and then right underneath that, at 21 across, traditional wisdom was lore. Uh-huh. So you had boar lore. Right, yes. Uh-huh. Let's see, what else? Um, 28 across. And I'm going to mispronounce this for sure. Cambridgeshire's historic blank hall, Elton Hall. Uh-huh. Whatever that was named after Elton John. No, maybe I think Elton John's named after that. Oh, <laughs> so. I was going to say you could just like say I'll I'll perform here if you uh, name this after me. No, and, I don't think that's it'd probably that be word. all over that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what is Elton John's real name? Isn't it like Reginald something? Dwight. Reginald Dwight. Reginald Dwight, yes. Mm-hmm. And that's the only bit of pop culture I know. So I've, exha- no. I've exhausted my uh, <laughs> my uh, memory banks right there. Uh-huh. 29 across. They were once advertised with the slogan, Polly wants a cracker, mm-hmm. and it was saltines. That's right. I think that's terrific. Uh-huh. And we're, I read about that in World Play. That was like back in the 1940s or something that they actually... Uh, um, use that as a phrase. Mm-hmm. Um, 16 down was cute. Blank ahead, redundant advice, plan ahead. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. yeah, good point. Uh-huh. I guess I never really thought about that. Uh-huh. Yep. And then 18 down, most spiders have eight of them. I, of course, went for legs. Yes, me too. Turns out they have eyes. Uh-huh. I was trying to figure out how that worked. <laughs> that would be, I mean, you'd be able to see in front of you and behind you and all around you at the yeah. same time. Except uh, unless they're all on the same side of your body. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Uh-huh. Um, in that same, actually right underneath eyes was 41 down, actor Michael. And the answer was Sira, C-E-R-A. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I researched Sira. When do you think it first appeared? Sira? Um, I would say 2015. No, it was a trick question. It first appeared November 16th, 1951. Oh, my. But from 1951 to 1989, the clues always referred to wax, because I guess Sira must be wax it must be Latin for wax. Oh, really? Yes. Huh. From 1951 to 1989. And then we have a mysterious 20-year gap in, <laughs> in which Sira does not appear at all. And then in 2009, it comes back. And from 2009 to today, it is always, cle- always clued for Michael. Yeah. So I think they should bring back the Latin wax. <laughs> I, I, I guess for Will, that's way too crosswordy. It's like, doesn't everyone speak Latin? Uh-huh. But it does make for an interesting bar chart there, an X word. You know, it's like they're, it's very popular, and then nothing, and then very popular. 20, 20 years of nothing. It's, like it's sort of like that the, uh, the eight-minute gap in the Watergate tape, yes. except it's the zero. It's the missing zero <laughs> word. So we're not sure what happened to zero. I think we should... Send out a search party to find it. Well, that's that's very interesting. Yes. Well, you know, I like to dig through xwordinfo.com because uh-huh. they always have interesting things. So, so when did it start up again with Sierra? In 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 uh, uh, 2009. 2009. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, he's been an actor longer than I realized. Yeah. Michael of Juno and Superbad was clued by Kevin G. Durr 
in July. 2009. Was that that long ago? Wow. Well, it was 2009, yeah. whatever that happens to be. Wow. Interesting. Um, let's see. 42 across. Heavy cookware item. It was three letters. I was going for pan or pot. I thought of pot because a pot can be quite large. But it turned out to be a wok. Yes. Although, you know, a wok is usually lighter weight material. I don't think of a wok as being heavy. Well, the author of this crossword is a real estate agent and not a cook. <laughs> so, but I'm sure it's been it's been tested by I all sorts of solvers. It could be it could be heavy. But anyway. um, that K of walk ran into 44 down World Capital, located more than a mile above sea level. So at first I thought about Nepal, but then I realized no, no, no that's the country. Yes. And so then I tried to work the capital of Nepal, which is Kathmandu into five letters <laughs> and it did into five squares and it did not work uh, the answer was cabal cabal yeah cabal mm -hmm. i uh, like the one next to it 52 down was uh weekends in video game lingo nerfs yes i thought that was a very funny uh -huh. a very funny answer i've never heard that but you know, in a sort of nerdy way, it makes sense. <laughs> I, wonder how the, I wonder how the Nerf people, they're probably pretty good because it's like publicity uh -huh. among a group of people who would probably play with Nerfs. Uh-huh. Um, next to that was arm bones. And it was five letters. And I'm like, is it, they want ulnas or do they want ulni? Ulni. Uh, and I figured since they already had the Latin for wax, Syrah, <laughs> they're, they're already in a Latin mood. So I went for ulni. And you were right. And I was right, yes. That was just sort of a fluke on my part. Uh, 46 down, reserve for later or something to reserve, table. Uh -huh. I thought that was good. And, yeah, there were all sorts of fun things in the grid here today. Um, let's 94 see. across was good. Track star was singer. <laughs> I was trying to think. Well, runner, leaper, but... Different kind of track. Yes. Singer. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I liked 49 down. Class speaker was a lector. Yes. That's not a word you use too often. No. And I guess that that's like the, the teacher, right? Or, yes, the lect like a lecturer. Right. I guess I that's what I would say, or instructor, not lector, but... Yes. That's um, sometimes used in religious... Uh, circles like in a service you might have a lector. Oh, okay. Did you immediately get 62 down the Keebler Elves EG Bakers? I didn't think of that right away. I thought of icons or, <laughs> or uh, trademarked little weird characters. <laughs> uh. Uh, mascot, but bakers they are. Mm -hmm. um, 66 across, which was uh, I think one of those themed answers. Yes. Do, I don't think we mentioned this one, though. No, uh, I didn't say them all. But it is quite good. 20, uh, 66 across, just the refreshments, not the viewing, half awake. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I hate to make a joke about awake, but it was sort of it was sort of amusing there. Yes, yes. Um, let's see. What else was there? Okay, let's talk about 67 down. I think we have to address this very important question. Shed some tears. It was four letters, and I wanted it to be weep, but they had wept past tense. Oh. So I asked chat open a chat uh, in, or chat GPT 
because ChatGPT knows everything, except for the fact that in the fine print they say, may produce inaccurate information about people, places, or facts, which is pretty much everything. Um, in the crossword, clue shed some tears. The word shed is in the present tense. The clue is asking for a verb that means... Oh, I'm sorry. My, my question was, in the crossword, clue shed some tears. Is shed past or present tense? Um, and... Uh, chat GPT answered, in the crossword clue, shed some tears, the word shed is in the present tense. There you go. It should have been in the present tense. Chat GPT would know. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, they they say right here, may produce inaccurate information, but I love how it definitively states. Yes. But, But I mean, think about this. Doesn't it sound like it's present tense? Well, how would you say shed tears in in the past tense? Shedded. Shedded tears. Well, I don't think you. I, I don't think so. I mean, I can. I can. To me, shed some tears sounds present tense. Um, I don't think you can say it in the past tense. That's my. You're not allowed to cry in the past. Well, but if you're talking about someone shedding tears. You can't talk about it in the present. They have to shed the tears before you can say they shed tears. No, you could. You'd be like a director and demand. Then if if demand. They, were, they were in the process, you would say they are shedding tears. Hmm. <laughs> if there are any uh, English majors in the audience. I mean, think about it, though. Put yourself in that situation. You see someone crying. Do you say, oh, she shed tears? No, you would have to say, she is shedding tears. But as the imperative, you could say, let's say you were a director and you wanted to tell your your actor to shed some tears. You would say, shed some tears. That would be present tense. (laughs) Yes, but they haven't shed them yet. It'd be future tense. (laughs) We're going to have to investigate this. I, I think this might be a Fun Fact Friday in which we interview an English professor. I, I, I need to, we, we need to, we need to get that, that sorted out. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Um, 89 across, work with a pick and an axe was strum. Yes, that was funny. Yes. I didn't think of strum right off the bat. But. Well, I guess because axe is spelled... How do you, I mean, an axe is normally spelled A-X-E, right? Right. And an axe, A-X, as it's spelled here, that's referring Slang to a, a guitar. guitar. Yes. Uh, I wonder what happened to the what happened to that E. Uh, next to that, 90 across, app name for a worry wart, Stu, S-T-U. Yes. So I just thought the the clues got better as they as they as they went mm-hmm. as we went down. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, even the the I thought the last uh, themed clue was very funny, 116 across, successfully used Rogaine, and it was slowly grew apart. <laughs> yes, uh, that was that was great. Uh-huh. 96 across, giant things in the 1954 sci-fi film Them, and it was Ants. Yes. Have you seen Ants? No. I'm, I'm sorry, have you seen Them? I'm them. sure you've seen Ants. No. Okay. And uh, let's see... One last one, 101 down, manatee is the old sea cow. Yes, I knew that. Yeah, I did too, because of a um, Jim Gaffigan routine. Oh, really? Where he just lays into the old sea cow. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, wait, is that Jim Gaffigan or is it Brian Regan? I think it's Jim Gaffigan. Oh, 
Okay. If that's not the case, I'll report back. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that is it for today. Quite the crossword. Uh, well done, Mike, on your debut. And remember, listeners, if you want to provide us with feedback, we'd love to hear it. Crossword podcast at iCloud.com. Remember, we're having a conversation uh, on our Facebook page about your favorite MC Hammer song. So please join in the conversation there. And we will be back again with our cutting edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye bye. <laughs>